Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm delighted to share my first series is in partnership with Heck, who, like me, do things differently. Being an independent and British family-owned business, they use the finest ingredients in small batches, pulling out all the stops to bring that farmer's market quality to the supermarket shelf. In addition to their delicious original range, they offer veggie options too, catering for absolutely everyone, all of which can be found online at heckfood.co.uk and in the major supermarkets too. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to Food for Thought, a podcast on a mission to simplify nutrition, equipping you with all the evidence-based advice you need to live and breathe a healthy lifestyle. I'm Rhiannon Lambert, Harley Street nutritionist, master practitioner, personal trainer and best-selling author of Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well. I'm so excited to share my vision of food far beyond the confines of my clinic. I truly believe food should always be a positive aspect of life, offering enjoyment, fuel and happiness for both the mind and body. I'll be joined by some very special guests and we'll be talking about how to develop a healthy relationship with food and what does that even mean? How does it make us feel and how it can change our lives forever? James McVie is the lead guitarist and vocalist for the pop rock group The Vamps. James started his career after being discovered on MySpace at the age of just 15. Now, joined by Brad Simpson, Tristan Evans and Codable, they've come a long way from posting covers on YouTube to releasing their first hit single, Can We Dance? They've toured the world and supported the likes of Taylor Swift, One Direction and Selena Gomez before scoring five top 10 singles themselves. Their latest album, Night and Day, reached number one, and James is already getting ready for a sold-out fifth tour in five years. So I'm so excited to have him here with me today. Hello, James. Hello. I can't believe you made it here. <laughs> We're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, thanks for having me, and um, I'm really glad I could fit it in. Fabulous. So you've literally just got back from... South Korea. South so Korea. landed three days ago, and my sleep has been ridiculous. I, uh, I know we, we tried to schedule this, didn't we, for, yes. like the other day. Yeah. And I was like... 
I was like, oh, there's no way I'll be so jet. Like, I was up at quarter past two that morning and I didn't go to sleep until 11 that night. I know, so I could have done got, it that I morning. Know, I got your message. I was like, well, I'm not that cruel. I think I'd rather, as your nutritionist, have you resting yeah, than, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. than not have you resting. I mean, if we think back to that first video on mm-hmm. YouTube and performing all around the world, how would you say, James, your relationship with food has changed? My relationship with food has been slightly up and down i think um i when i was like 12 years old i was slightly overweight probably mm-hmm. for for my age and then uh i kind of got into like a health kick to try and address that but as i kind of grew taller and uh, adjusted <laughs> my diet my my kind of weight mm. came down but i think i kind of I struggled in those early days because it was that kind of whole holister vibe. Remember, like yes. kids love that stuff, and like it's so interesting hearing you from a guy's perspective. Oh as well, yeah, talking yeah, about that. yeah. It's quite. Mm. I think. I think it's a lot. I speak about it a lot, but I don't think many guys do. No. I think they get quite embarrassed. Um, yeah. So I, I, I had a shopping bag from Hollister in my bedroom, and it was this guy on a beach, and I was like, I really want to look like that guy, and yeah. that was kind of like at the time I thought it was just like fun, but I've realised it kind of like developed into something that was quite. Um, I think quite negative, like mm. long term on me. Mm. I kind of had that um, ideal picture in my head of what I wanted to achieve without recognizing things like Photoshop are coming to play, yes. strict dieting yes. and, and all that stuff. And and for me, it was it was quite strange to try and chase that kind of unachievable goal. Mm. Uh, so that was when I was, yeah, I guess so, probably 15 is when that whole Hollis thing happened. And now I'm 25, so 10 mm. years I've been kind of obsessed and... Um, Obsessed in a good and bad way with with food. Um, Probably at the start of the band, people. It's quite funny actually. Fans always send me pictures from from years ago at the first album, and I and I'm like stick thin, and I didn't realise back then just how thin I was. And I think I did. I mean, I don't want to like um, belittle other people like anorexia because that's obviously like a massive thing. But I definitely had a negative relationship with food in those earlier days where. I was obsessed with. I didn't eat bread for a year. No. Didn't have ketchup for a year. Yeah, didn't have I remember rice. you saying and all that. This I stuff. And, it. and yeah, and now looking back on the pictures, like I, I look, I, I, I was ill and I looked ill. Um, and now I think I'm, I'm, I'm happily kind of come full circle and I see food now as as a positive yeah. and uh, and it's about building muscle and and getting leaner. You need to eat more of yes. the good things instead of you know. I, I don't like the word diet. Really, I think mm. for me, I learned that dieting's not not the answer or the word choices yeah. it's selective um food choices and healthier lifestyle in general and oh, that's kind of what how? i've adapted to it's I think. so refreshing so clearly you're i mean when we just discussed the word relationship with food anyway food obviously means such a different thing to you now than it, it did now. back then anyway it does and it's knowing that having if i want to have like a pizza it's not the end of the world like exactly. on this i just did this american tour for five weeks and yeah. um, i was really worried that i was gonna put on loads of weight and I actually lost two kilograms, yeah. which I didn't, you know, conscious. I, the reality, in, in fact, in the past five years, I've, there's, for, you know, a few kilograms up or down, nothing's mm. changed. And, you know, I've gone from eating absolutely everything to absolutely nothing yeah. to now in the middle. And, it, you know, it's... I think it goes to show the impact that stress and actually the energy you're exerting constantly as well. Because when you're on tour, mm. I mean... What does everyone eat when you're on tour? If we if we could kind of go into what I mean, what is it? Is it like hummus with you? Or, oh, are the guys like that too? It, it's <laughs> it's bizarre actually because we've all kind of changed um, in various different ways of yeah. how we eat. So when when we first started, when you know like uh, Connor, the bass player, and Brad, the singer, were like 15, 16, and I was 
18 and we, we were just like kind of sent to America on our own and we were like, we're going to eat absolutely everything. Well, of course, and it's overwhelming. Awful, yeah, absolutely <laughs> awful for, for a while. And now I think, you know, we've realized that we've been touring for yes, five or six years now. And in order to maintain a healthy mindset and mm. body, it's important to you know, eat nutritious totally, food. Totally, because your body, essentially, I think people forget this about being a performer, mm. is that everything is coming from the fuel you put into your body. Your mm. body is your tool when you are on exactly. stage. And even stuff like drinking a hell of a lot more water than we used yes, to. Yes, well done. Brad yeah. is um, obsessed with having like ginger and honey in his tea and, yeah. like, and he's very, <laughs> very like um, medicates his kind of, his yeah. uh, diet and he you know he doesn't have he's cutting out dairy now mm. um, and all these little things that as, yeah. as a performer we, we've kind of learned this is good for what we need this is bad for what we need so I mean totally. the drummer Tristan eats anything Dude, he loves fried fortunate. chicken he, I mean he's got very quick <laughs> metabolism yeah. and that's great but the other three of us are trying yeah. our best to kind of have you know the leafy especially if you've got some stuff. vocal stuff in there as well because like mm. you just mentioned dairy for some people and I mm. remember being a professional soprano that dairy even for me as much as I love it would, mm. have, would wreak yeah, havoc yeah, yeah, yeah. on my vocal cords yeah. I'm lucky that for some reason it doesn't yeah you're me. good yeah. I, like, I mean it affects other areas like bloating yeah. and stuff but for, for my voice it's uh, Fabulous. I'm fine to get away with it somehow <laughs> <laughs> I mean you play really late into the night yeah. Do you find that after you get off stage, you are literally famished? You're like, I want to get food. Or do you feel you're exhausted? You want to go straight to bed? Well, this is the thing that's also changed for me. Yeah. Um, deliberately, um, I I think for my body, I, I feel better if I don't eat past sort of eight o'clock at night. And then yeah. in the morning, try and... I, in fact, I wake up starving, but that's just my metabolism because <laughs> I do a lot of the gym. Yeah. So I try now to not eat after eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, it's difficult being in the band we are because either you eat at six o'clock mm. um and then you're starving uh later or you because the gig's normally like nine till like half ten yeah. and you don't want to eat too close to the stage time and then yep. it's eating afterwards but i've learned to kind of eat before and then i can get away with not yeah. eating afterwards but it took me took me a while um, well, it affects yeah. sleep i think what a lot of people don't realize is that the more you've got digestion wise going on late in the evening mm. it will probably affect your quality of sleep to some degree right and then when you wake up in the morning of course you're going to be starving if you haven't had dinner since before mm. anyway so at least that's a quite healthy routine for you to wake up and have a good breakfast and yeah feel really ready for the day yeah. and next year is going to see you on your fifth tour in five years which is yeah i know crazy can't believe that. i don't know how we're doing it <laughs> i mean well, what is the secret to keeping your energy levels high because i remember we discussed this when you came into clinic about how difficult it is when mm. you're in so many different countries mm. i think for me um i thought the answer was coffee and i have to say now now i've got <laughs> rid of coffee effectively mm. the natural kind of high off being like from after getting rid of coffee is actually what keeps me going. Like I don't Ooh. feel tired anymore. Like what you <laughs> yeah. were saying, I never knew how in the morning you wake up with natural kind of yes, highs and whatever and then yeah. the caffeine attacks that and reduces it. Yeah. Now I don't have that initial like attacking from the caffeine. Yeah. I can sustain my energy longer. Mm. Um, so I don't really need, feel the need to have like the odd pick-me-up. I mean, some like when we, when we went to um, Auckland uh, on our last tour, we we had we did the biggest time zone change in the world from like South America to New Zealand. I oh had to have goodness. the espresso martini. That's what the only is time. that? What is that time change? That's like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's something it's like sixteen hours or something. <gasps> it's it's ridiculous. And um, but the the espresso martini did nothing for me, so I, I I don't do that. But I mean, you know, if I need like a pick, maybe some fruit or something. Yeah. Like, it sounds so boring. I know people listening will be like, "Why well, you having bloody fruit?" But no, no, genuinely no. for me, 
like fruit like yeah. melon or something like it's actually great to hear you saying i love fruit because unfortunately mm. in the world of nutrition fruit can be a little bit demonized now if it's too much sugar well but yeah it's but it's totally different it's, it's a hell of a lot better having that than, than a espresso Mars martini or, or, or a Mars espresso bar. martini so that's that's my <laughs> they are lethal the combination of alcohol and caffeine in those see for me they yeah. i'm so susceptible to yeah, yeah, espresso yeah. martini um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know i've discussed of course coming from my singing background and mm-hmm. i kind of understand how it feels to be evaluated on your music but not to the Mm. level of course that you must feel right now I mean the pressure (laughs) do you find not only is it what you look like or who you're with but how do you deal daily with that pressure or is it because you were so young it's you've kind of become accustomed to Mm. it I think now yeah I've been doing this for probably eight years actually since I met Brad Um, I've learned to kind of deal with that uh, Mm. with that kind of constant um spotlight i suppose but um it was very difficult in the early days um i suffered from from having like pretty bad skin like when i was i mean i still do now but back then it was like a hell of a lot worse Mm. so it was kind of that realization that i was going to be in the public eye that that was quite daunting and and i think that obviously fed into my negative relationship with food earlier on because everyone around at the time you know you see like films and and Mm. and music videos and everyone's looking like flawless yeah um and from and us four boys were from very normal backgrounds yeah. you know like very average families <laughs> in like towns and whatever so and we still feel like that we never really had like i think a lot of people outside of this industry think there's like a click and then you're you're famous and you're a millionaire and it's, it's like, everything's really amazing not but it's yeah. not like that we still feel like those four guys we were totally um, it's your job in a way yeah yeah and it's and it's very strange to to question whether you know, we we always we always think when we're putting out music now is like, is this a true representation of us? Because there's so many people in our industry that that you don't really know if that's them putting out the stuff. And is that is that poster really what they look like? Oh, really? And, and so, we're, and we're yeah. very like, no, we want to be who Authentic. we are. And yeah. yeah, and I think we're lucky that our fans are very sympathetic towards that. They're very supportive. I think they know when something's not genuinely us. Like there's been times where we've done this or that and and fans have not been into it. Um, How interesting. Yeah, and and, and like, you know, at the time it might be quite um, a bit of a knockback. She's like, that's a shame. But then Mm. actually you know that they have our best interests at heart. So I think being genuine um, physically and what we're writing musically is really, really important to us. Totally, because I think you've touched on such a few, um, well, so many good key points there. Like, (laughs) especially when it comes to competitive Comparing yourself to others um, in the music industry, it must be a minefield, let alone mm. you must get comments all the time daily. Like you said, people pick up on your parents before mm. and now. That's quite a big thing to yeah. um, to feel. But do you think that having a solid family or, or your gorgeous girlfriend <laughs> and people like that, does that really help kind of keep you happy? You yeah, say? definitely. Um, all of us in the band are very close to our parents. Um, yeah. For me, meeting Kirsty was like, I didn't. I don't really realize. I didn't realize until now just how important that was to me. Mm. So we've been seeing each other for like four years now, yeah. and just before then, it, we met kind of like just before our first ever UK tour headline tour. Yeah, and like, our, like all of our worlds were like upside down because we. It was our first few songs that really connected, and we were like kind of at that mm. at that moment. And um, having Kirsty there to kind of share the the moment with me was really important because yeah. you know there's other people that we know that. have let it kind of get to their heads and of course and have gone down like well come off the rails really but having someone that's there that has your back that kind of knew me in the very early stages now means that it's um 
I'm I'm comfortable in, in yeah. the situation. It's great. No, completely. And I think having people to talk to, were you ever very mm. open with your other bandmates at the time, you know, back in the day when the anxiety was really strong? Mm. Did you kind of talk to each other to get through it? Or did you find even there you didn't want to kind of, I don't know, bring the team spirits mm. down or something? Um, I mean, with, with my... I don't think that... I think now, actually, we talk about it quite a bit, but mm. my how I was with food um, and exercise, we, we talk about that now. But back then because i met when i when i met them i was already in that negative mindset yeah. with food so they just presumed that was me and i think now it's obvious now we can go to effectively any restaurant as long as there's veggie food there yeah don't mind having a pizza if i have to or whatever that's totally. fine but back then i would have to dictate where we'd eat yeah when we'd eat yeah um and i knew that it really annoyed like the other boys because mm. you know they're they're big meat eaters mm. and and they and, and they they've always been into uh, you know, like pizzas or whatever, yeah, yeah. and like that's normal. You know, we're guys that, at that age. But also, there's so many it. veggie options out there. There are now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and and it's about realizing that, as I said before, I've now got to a point with food where I'm like, if I have to have like loads of pasta or a pizza or whatever, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And no, seeing that contrast between how I was and now, oh. uh, we we finally kind of acknowledge yeah. how big of a shift that was. Because it's um, so liberating. Cool. People don't understand that it's almost especially relationships with food or disordered eating kind of things, there are mental health illnesses as well. Mm. So mental health, um, actually, I don't know when this podcast, this date particular is out, but it was Mental Health Day yesterday. Yes, so World Mental course. Health Day. Yeah. So really important to kind of touch on it and discuss it. And we know that it's claimed a lot of, mental health's claimed a lot of lives, hasn't it, in the mm. music industry. And I think you yeah, had a particular yeah. friend recently as well, or someone that I think I saw you posted on your Instagram, was it Demi? And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, it's something that, that's really close to me. I mean, I did a lot with... Um, with the UN UN women but kind mm. of on the on a male side yeah. um and it's about saying you know suicide's the biggest killer of men like mm. in the UK yeah. and you think you know there's like cancer like car accidents but yeah. it's still that it is it's the number um, one statistic yeah, yeah and and I always say you know we there's still a way to go but we've come so far with things like you know like racism and, and things like that but why why is male mental health specifically male mental health because yeah. it's what I relate to why is that so like archaic and so yeah it's just it's ridiculous do you think it's because people there aren't enough role models like you speaking out about it there aren't enough men talking about it i think i think finally people are um it's great that that there are a lot of men that are coming out and women but people are open about their emotions and i think that certainly 10 years ago there just wasn't that you know there was the whole there's a huge shift isn't there yeah definitely um and and i definitely think within the next 10 years from now mm. there won't even be this this massive this massive thing with male suicide i hope i, yeah. I think we're going definitely in a, in a positive direction i hope so and i mean there's so many different statistics out there now especially relating to mental health illnesses mm. but among musicians there's a stat i found that um 60 mm. of musicians have suffered from depression wow yeah i didn't I yeah didn't that, that. that's yeah. absolutely huge and i was thinking about this and it's almost as if it may be part of the art to be able to experience emotions to such highs and such lows. It mm. almost comes part and parcel with the job. You know, you are literally channeling yourself and your emotion mm. through your performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's a really bizarre one being in a band like The Vamps because uh, in the early stages, everything happens and it connects and you're like, it's like an upwards kind of trend and it's, it's mm. amazing and, and, you know, the song goes to you know top three or whatever yeah. in the album charts and you sell out a tour and you're like this Such is a buzz. sick and then <laughs> and then you know it can't always go up mm. you know there'll be wobbles and there'll be dips and you know yeah. for us our second album we we 
we enjoyed making it, but in hindsight, it probably wasn't the album we should have made. And, you know, and that, that was a knock for us. And, and we struggled with that. And, and you have that like ecstasy of like adrenaline mm. met with immediate almost crashes. Yeah, of of them, and you're like, God, and it's learning to deal with that. There's yeah. not many jobs where you have to deal with that like up and down. No. Such, uh, such crazy contrasting emotions, but then in the public eye as well. So it's it's not like... It's not like a normal job where if you have a problem there, you know, it's you deal with it, you know, yourself and your family. Like no. it's for the world to see. I know. Um, totally. And that's been weird. There. That's been weird to deal yeah. with. But I think now we're lucky that we're in a position, you know, where we're making the music that we absolutely love. You know, we're onto our we've just released a two part album, we're onto another yeah. kind of bit of music that we're really <laughs> happy with and Great. and we've got people and we, we speak about our emotions now. Yeah. Um and maybe that's because everyone is in the world. Maybe the society and changes well, helps. Though, yeah, well, exactly. You know, yeah. looking at from yeah. the age of like eighteen mm. to the age of twenty-five, there's yeah. a huge shift there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully, many more years to come as well. So we had mm. a lot of questions, great, from your followers. Um, <laughs> a lot of them, mm-hmm. I did kind of sift quite a few out. They were very interesting. I've got to be honest; yep. they were the most diverse group of questions I've experienced <laughs> for a guest so far, James. Right, that's good. Good job, Bamps <laughs> Which- fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> yep, BAMP fans, a lot of them there. So we had the first one here. I'll throw in from Maria. She cool. said, please, please, even though you've just come back from Asia, yeah. when are you next going to South Korea? You've, you've only just got back. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> I mean, we'd never been to South Korea. That was our first okay. trip. Um, and we had a great time, genuinely. We, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, we're definitely, we realised that we luckily have a following there so we're hoping hoping to go. it'll be next year I would you have must thought. have had the most amazing food over there oh, God. you know what we were only there for 36 hours oh, and no. in that time all I had was the hotel buffet oh it's um, so tragic isn't it it's I know the way. <laughs> I know I know but from what I can tell there was a lot of fish which obviously I can't eat so yeah. but but the other boys went out for Korean barbecue ah. um which had no veggie options so I 
Oh, refrain from going, but it was yeah. great apparently. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I know. It's. All, I think we just need to shift a bit of vegetarian options over that way a little bit more. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> tofu. I have a memory of when I went over to Singapore, and this was with a mm. classical singing gig. Long, yeah, wow. long time ago for me. I also had two days over there. Yeah. So yeah, again, yeah. we didn't see Not anything long. at all. No, no, especially when you're flying with that no. time difference. No. So Jennifer has said, if you weren't in the vamps, mm. what job would you be doing? Oof, I don't Ooh. know. I always say like something like journalism, but because um, I loved his well, I loved English literature and history at school. Um, I love English history, mm, but I just don't know what I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether I would for it. I'd like something to do with writing and mm-hmm. or history. I don't know. Okay, Who what's knows? your favorite period of history? I did the Cold War for oh. A level. Uh, Second World War is my my fave. Okay. Um, okay. But I did like I did the Tudors and stuff in my first year of A level. But oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, I like I like it. It's just so hard to keep up with it. I, I can't understand anything. Reading. So probably uh, World Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And um, Mia has said, "What is your favorite country? Oh, this is quite hard that you've been to. Ooh. If you get to see any of it's it, it's really I difficult. Yeah. I mean, I have a few favorites. I I love um, Scandinavia. So Sweden, Norway, mm. Denmark. They're like my absolute I think yeah. I could live there but I mean aside from that love like Australia for example yeah. I think there's in every country we've been to there's elements that I've really enjoyed yeah. um and you forget where you've gone like I <laughs> even like South Korea I really enjoyed that and I asked um I had Lisa Snowden on the other week mm. and I was like Lisa how many countries have you been to yeah and she she couldn't even no I don't know no no idea I mean we've done three world tours yeah and you need to write it all down, yeah. make a tally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The passports are filling up. Yeah. Does Kirsty go with you a lot? Does she get she to came go? to she came to Scandinavia for the for the last tour. She just yeah. came to LA and Vegas and she went Bad. to Australia last year. So I try and do it, but yeah. it's hard because Well she's studying as well. She's studying. Yeah, I, yeah she hates it when I belittle her, her education. I'm sorry if no. that's the, uh, she's studying, <laughs> but also like um, two of the boys in the band are single and I don't want to be that oh, guy that's always like that's really know. considerate of you oh, actually bless you <laughs> <laughs> but I am that guy sorry <laughs> um, I hope they're listening yeah. um, Maddie says what other singer would you want to collaborate with uh, ooh, I'm not sure um, I like uh, well like the DJs Chainsmokers they're mm-hmm. really cool uh, mm-hmm. obviously they're not well one of them sings actually Drew yeah um, yeah, probably then. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was a very quick answer, actually. That's good. <laughs> um, Alice has said, "What's the most romantic thing you've done?" <sighs> God. Oh, they all want. Kirsty always has a go at me for this because <laughs> I like to think I'm romantic, but um, I don't know really. What I'm... does she not think you're romantic? Well, I know I, she, she she thinks I am, but I think I go through stages of of not being too considerate with that. Um, God, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I like doing things like it's not like obviously on the grand scale of romance not at the top but like when she's having like like on the tour before this one I was in mm. wherever I don't know and she was having a really tough time at uni and mm. I like I like ordering her like pizza Aww, um, and not cute. telling her uh, and it's about timing <laughs> it so she's uh, so she's not already eaten so yeah. it's quite hard to do the reconnaissance work to figure out if she's eaten or not if she hasn't then the pizza goes oh uh... <laughs> actually I think that's adorable Thanks. and what's romantic is relative to everyone James so <laughs> there don't, we go. don't you worry there about we go. that <laughs> Tom said do you have a hangover cure you know what I realized uh, we played the last show of the American tour was in New York and before that I realized I hadn't drunk for like three months and yeah. not even intentionally I just yeah. I'm not a big drinker um, yeah. I went through a stage of red wine I just, but I don't anymore so do you think the music industry's changed in the sense that it used to be all about rock and roll drugs alcohol mm. not really yeah well uh, <laughs> no yeah I think there's a lot more people now I was listening to, to LBC like yeah. my favorite radio thing uh, yeah. yesterday and they were saying that 
can't remember what the statistic was, but between like 16 and 24, mm. it's like there's a drastic reduction in alcohol consumption. Great. And I'm not sure what the sole root of that is or, or the reason, but mm. for me personally, I guess, I mean, the other boys love love having a drink and I, and I do too, but I yeah. think our schedule is quite demanding oh, at times and I'm not good with dealing with that. The other boys are like veterans at dealing with hangovers i'm quite glad you're not drinking all the time james yeah 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 there we go throw that one in there as well but (laughs) But it just ruins my um, yeah ruins my well it's a depressant as well alcohol some people will be way more sensitive to it Mm. than others and i think in a time now this is just one theory that just popped into my head it's Mm -hmm. not even something i thought of before but because we now have social media and we have access to the internet and we Mm. can do anything online maybe there's less likelihood of people going out to drink because there's so much more they can do and before maybe. we were just bored. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Um, but for me, it's it's something like neither cursor are our big drinkers. Yeah. We just we never have been. I think you know it probably stems from me being so obsessed with not having excessive calories, yeah. and I never really did that whole going out thing no. ever. Yeah. Uh, so I had like you know I just yeah I've never done it. So. Well, there's no harm in that fact at all. It's a no. good thing to hear. There we go. So we now have my favorite part of the podcast. Okay, okay this is the quick fire round question. Okay, right. okay right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well, good. He's very ready. Right. <laughs> What's always in your fridge? Probiotic. Ever at home? <laughs> Probiotic. And kombucha. Kombucha. I absolutely love it. Yes, James. <laughs> you can only have one kitchen gadget. What would it be? Microwave. Brilliant. Signature homemade dish. God. Uh, you know what? I Overnight oats. Oh, I, mm. honestly, these answers are music to my ears. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite restaurant? It could be anywhere in the world. Oh, Ethos. Have you oh, been there? Brilliant. I love Ethos. Down the road. Yes, so good. The best veggie restaurant yeah, ever. It's so expensive, oh my, but it's it worth it. Ridiculous. It's the weight on the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah you pile it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so good though. But anyone listening, go to Ethos near um, around the back of Oxford Street. Incredible it, it completely food. vegan? It's definitely all veggie. Is it now all vegan? It's either, it's either, it's definitely vegetarian. It might. I have some eggs there. Okay, mo- yeah, you're right. Mostly, yeah. mostly vegan apart Just from the eggs. Just because I get the Scotch eggs. <laughs> They're amazing, aren't they? Oh my God. So, all veggie. so good. I know. Okay, what is the one food you can't live without? Uh, ooh, chocolate. Love. Everyone has nearly said chocolate. It yeah. is the one food. So good. Um, strangest food you've ever eaten. You know what? This is gonna. Be, uh, this is not gonna be a quick fire no, response. It's okay. uh, but, <laughs> so I listened to podcast uh, Joe Rogan, who I'm yes. a big fan of, and um, he was debating with a guy that's into hunting about animals. And obviously, I don't. I don't really. Well, I don't eat animals. Yeah. And I'm against killing them. Yeah. But. He was saying, like, all these vegetarians moaning about people killing animals and eating them. Yeah. In the production of cereals, grains, pasta, wheat, there's a lot of, like, insects and mice and stuff that gets Mm -hmm. churned up in the field. This is disgusting. Churned up in the fields and then put into the food. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I get offered insects, because for me, me being vegetarian, (laughs) it's a really bizarre thing. Like, Kirstie's full on... Yeah. ethical about it yes and that's her root cause for me yeah. it started as health and now yeah. it's ethical but i'm all about like nervous systems and like and like pain and like apparently like crickets for example don't have that ah, nervous system i mean okay. I, I, I might just be completely making so you're now partial to a cricket well i i tried a cricket for the first time <laughs> in um god where was i yeah in i was somewhere a few weeks ago in another country it must oh. have been another country i was gonna say it's not a common delicacy no it was yet, the cricket i think it was south america yeah I, I, I don't know but i tried a cricket by yourself horrible. uh no i i was pressured into it on a radio right, show and i yes. thought 
I've been veggie for three years, but I was like, it does it count? Oh, I like, I, I'm trying to debate whether I would eat insects yeah, as part of my diet because so they're really high in protein. Yeah, they are. They're apparently really good for you. And yeah, in other are. parts of the world, that's just what they do. True. So I, a cricket yeah. is the most Great. weird thing. I I th- do you know what? Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I think that was an absolutely fascinating answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, who is your biggest cooking inspiration? Ooh, well, I've got your cookbook. Ah, so thank there we you. Go. Um, I have to say, though, our kitchen is, we live in like a top of a Victorian house that yeah. was converted, in my opinion, appallingly, because the kitchen is like a really narrow galley kitchen. And like me yeah. and Kirsty can't even be in the kitchen at oh, the same it's time. So, so we don't, we try not to cook as well. We, we cook, but it's, yeah. it's not, we can't really go to town on it. So no. we're going to convert the kitchen. And once we've done that, I'm sure the cookbooks will be. <gasps> Plentiful. I'll say you for the moment. Thank you. Yeah, mine will do for now, but I'll help you fill your cookbook shelf. Um, What is your go to healthy dish in a rush? In a rush, um, just like loads of scrambled eggs with a bit of toast and avocado. Perfect. Um, Favorite childhood treat? Ooh. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. I love, like, Remember like Vionetta ice cream? I still oh my get it. Goodness, I used to love that sick, with like the layer of like the yeah, yeah, chocolate, chocolate because the cold it's crisp. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That was my thing. Yeah, great answer. Okay, what is the last thing that you tried for the first time? You can't use the cricket example. I had yeah, um, I mean cricket probably, but I had um jackfruit's quite a recent ah, thing yes, of mine and like yeah. we I was in Whole Foods and they do like a barbecue jackfruit mm. um thing so yeah. I tried that and I loved it. Do you know what? There's quite a few restaurants now in London like jackfruit do the burgers. Is, yes, mm. jackfruit burgers. I was thinking of you the other day actually. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. a restaurant that you would have loved. Thank you James. Excellent answers <laughs> for you. the quick fire round. Now we close every single podcast uh-huh. with a food for thought. Right, okay. So I'm going to read mine to you now. Mm-hmm. So with you obviously being very, very open to how anxiety affects you, I, I wanted mm. to share that the Mental Health Foundation's recent survey suggests that 74% of the UK over the past year mm. have felt so stressed that they've been so overwhelmed or unable to cope. Mm. 46% said they ate unhealthily due to stress and 29% said that they started to increase their drinking as a result as well. So symptoms of anxiety that, as obviously we know, it can include weak muscles, dizzy spells, you know, dry mouth, a lack of appetite. So I want to help a few people out there with some tips, you know, just to manage these difficult times. So the first tip that I've got to offer is recovery. So learning relaxation techniques Mm. like yoga, massage, meditation, all of these can help you breathe easier and reduce negative feelings. And then we've got drinking moderation, which we've already discussed, I think. And also we've discussed the caffeine, but people don't really know that two or three cups of coffee a day is probably a better amount than six or seven. (laughs) I know. And none after lunchtime because it stays in your system for up to 12 hours. So it can definitely affect your sleep. The final thought would be healthy eating, which we both know lots of fruit and vegetables, ensuring your body can function optimally because if you look after your body, it will look after you. So Mm. those kind of tips encompass my food for thought today. Do you have anything, I'm throwing you on the spot, that you would want to leave listeners with today that's your food for thought? I think my my general advice after having 10 years of problems with food um, and, and having a healthy mindset is that word diet is the enemy for me. Yeah. It's not about, like, what's the point in saying, right, I'm not going to eat bread mm. for a year because I'm the example. It doesn't bloody work. So yeah. it's about instead of saying, right, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut that, uh, I'm going to do this for six months, that's not sustainable. I no. would say try try to adjust your mindset and outlook on food um, and 
have you know it's not it's not a diet it's a lifestyle and if you can adjust that way then you'll feel a hell of a lot better oh i always feel so proud of you what a <laughs> wonderful wonderful food for thought james thank you thank you so much for being so open and honest and brave actually and thank sharing you. everything with us today thank you very much thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you'll absolutely love my next guest so click subscribe to be the first to hear it And remember, a bit of extra guidance and advice may be all it takes to help you become the healthiest and happiest version of you. In my part handbook and part recipe book, Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well, you can follow the structure of a session with me in clinic, gaining the confidence you need to create delicious, nourishing meals at home with my Renourish menu. Check it out on Amazon or all major bookshops. For more information about me, my clinic, recipes, events, health retreats, and so much more, please visit retrition.com and follow me at Retrition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. If you believe that health eating is expensive, you're not alone. The BBC say up to 80% of the UK struggle to afford healthy food. But let me assure you, it just isn't true. And importantly, cheap does not necessarily mean unhealthy. Yet one food I cannot defend is cheap sausages. You know the ones I mean. Seriously, buy the food you can afford and enjoy it, but if you love sausages, you'll love heck. There's chicken, pork, veggie, and all sorts of varieties in your local supermarket, or check out heckfood.co.uk. And remember, when it comes to sausages, the healthiest tend to be those with a high meat or veg content, because it usually means there's less unnecessary stuff being used to bulk them out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 